You are listening to Seeking the Hidden Thing with Kryptos. Carl Schmidt for the Masses, the problem of legitimacy. What makes a state legitimate? Given how problematic the idea is, you would think our current regime would pay more attention to establishing its own legitimacy. Instead, they go the opposite way. Foundations. Let's dive into another of Carl Schmidt's seminal works, Legality and Legitimacy. There are a lot of unspoken, awkward questions that underlie modern constitutional and parliamentary democracies, questions that we don't usually ask or even want to ask. Why do people agree to be ruled? If state power is inherently coercive, is this coercive power legitimate? If it is, why is it? And under what conditions? Can a government only be truly non-coercive when 100% of the population gives assent to be ruled? Do our modern systems of government satisfy adequately the conditions for legitimacy? Does the voting process make a society democratic? Can elections ever make a government truly legitimate? As noted in the previous paragraph, all states are coercive. There is always the threat of force and violence when talking about any form of the state. What gives that violence legitimacy? What gives the state the right to act coercively towards the general population? Is there something beyond the mere use of force that grounds its use? Is force based on nothing more than its own application, that is, the will to power? Schmidt attacks these questions and more. Alongside of this, Schmidt works with the understanding that the condition of legitimacy is, is the necessary foundation which would justify a citizen giving up or suspending their right to resistance. Why should I subordinate myself to the ruling authority and give up my own freedom to act in my own interests? What form of state legitimacy would overcome my right to resistance. Schmidt argues that only a properly grounded, legitimate state can make that ask from its citizens. The benefit of this legitimacy is that the state is able to rule without needing to engage in active violence and the citizenry is able to allow themselves to be ruled without constantly needing to resist this rule. This compact between governed, and government. Legislative, jurisdiction, and administrative states. Schmidt opens the book by talking about the different types of states and their relationship to the law. In a legislative state, society is in theory governed by a set of norms as expressed through the laws produced by lawmakers. Schmidt wants to draw our attention to the reality that while the laws themselves do not rule, they do function as societal norms meant to govern behavior. Those who exercise power are expected to do so on the basis of the law, that is, in the name of the law. They are expected to govern within a set of norms and not through the exercise of mere power. Ideally, this is supposed to be a closed system in which everyone accepts the basic norms of society as expressed in and through its laws. As long as everyone lives within this system and everyone accepts the norms of this system, 
it is reasonable to suspend your right to resistance. This is the idea of the unitary state. A single set of norms expressed in a single set of laws allows society to function in a state of legality. Because the state is unitary, and thus the expression of a single set of norms, this gives the state legal justification for enforcing those rules coercively if necessary. For Schmidt, morality is not a private thing and cannot be a private thing. All laws are an expression of morality, an expression of norms, and you cannot have competing sets of norms in a society because that would create two competing sets of laws, two legal realities. This would create conditions for civil war. The idea of the separation of religion and politics, church and state, is a fiction. If you have laws in a society, you have an operative morality. And if you have an operative morality, there is a set of beliefs, almost always some form of religious beliefs, for which those norms are an expression. What he's laying out in these early portions is the foundation for a critique of the marketplace of ideas. Schmidt argues that this is a fiction. It is simply not the case that there are numerous ideas out there in society competing equally and fairly for attention. We are told that when ideas emerge from that competition, they will be true or the best. Any functioning state must, by definition, be unitary, working from one set of norms over and above all others. Its systems of laws will give expression to that set of norms. There is always a dominant set of beliefs that ground a legal system and the state. If you have two genuine competing sets of beliefs, you have the conditions for either civil war or for the oppression of the minority or minorities. Ideas do not compete on a level playing field, and the best ideas do not emerge out of that competition. The very fact that a society has a legal system says that one idea has already won that battle. The jurisdiction state is one based on the decision of judges and not on the laws crafted by lawmakers. In a jurisdiction state, judges interpret a combination of case law, past precedent, and even oral tradition, applying timeless norms to specific decisions of the day. Because of this, the jurisdictional state is the most conservative. The judge renders decisions directly in the name of the law without necessarily a reliance on the need for the mediating expression of norms in written laws, legislation, and constitutions. As long as the judge is not arbitrary, but faithfully interpreting the content of the received tradition and the normative context of the unified society, this form of governance retains legality and legitimacy. The administrative state is the final form Schmidt identifies. It typically has a head of state, a sovereign person, who provides legitimacy for the regulations of the administration. In this form of state, the emphasis is upon utility and purposefulness of regulations as opposed to pre-legal ideas of law and justice. It is intended to function amorally, that is, without reference to any pre-existing ideas of law and justice. Utility is supposed to take precedent over the normative. 
over morals. The stated focus is on efficiency and effectiveness and a reliance upon trained experts who are supposed to be free from ideological and political influences. In practice, Schmidt acknowledges, most modern states are either intentionally or unintentionally a mix of all three elements, the legislative, the jurisdictional, and the administrative. Modern liberalism and the closed state. The intent of most modern states is that they are formed out of a closed system of rationality that does not require them to be grounded in anything. Their legitimacy is not supposed to be dependent upon religion, nature, or tradition. They are self-contained. The power and legitimacy of the system comes from the rationality of the system itself. However, the system is judged, it must be judged on the basis of its own rationality from within the system itself. It has no higher foundation or authority other than itself. Reason determines law. Reason determines morality, and that is expressed in the law. You have been listening to a free preview. To listen to the remainder of this episode and gain access to the full archive of Seeking the Hidden Thing audio and written materials, head over to the main page at seekingthehiddenthing.com and subscribe. Your support is greatly appreciated.